Welcome to San Francisco City Insider, the San Francisco Chronicle podcast on the people in politics making headlines in the city by the bay. I'm Dominic Fracasa, a City Hall reporter for the Chronicle. San Francisco is on the verge of passing the biggest budget in its history, $12.3 billion. It's a staggering amount of money, and it raises an important question. Why does San Francisco have the problems it does with that much money sloshing around? City Hall reporter Trisha Tadani and I will try to decode San Francisco's budget and answer a simple question, where did all my money go? That's after this. Welcome back. Thanks so much for joining us here on San Francisco City Insider. Okay, Tricia, let's talk about uh, some of the most recent developments in the city's budget process. It's a very regimented thing, happens pretty much the same way every year. Last week was a big milestone. What was it? So last week, the Board of Supervisors, um, minutes before midnight, um, had passed a, uh, a spending plan um, with Mayor London Breed on how they want the, to allocate the $12 billion budget that we have this year. Um, and so, I mean, they quibbled over the details um, from what Mayor London Breed had proposed last month. Um, so there was, there was some changes, but nothing too significant. But overall, um, the budget has an increase in spending for housing, homelessness, and mental health care services. Of course, the city's most pressing problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's hard to argue with the the direction where a lot of that money was funneled. Um, the specifics, the devils are always in the details, but exactly. I think those those are the yeah. big pillar, big right. pillar, big picture issues for the right. city. Okay, so I think what we wanted to do with this conversation more than anything mm-hmm. else was sort of, I don't know if we'll put it to rest, but at least address the idea of in a city with fewer than a million people in a budget bigger than $12 billion, why are there any protracted urban problems at all right. in San Francisco? Why do we keep seeing why is San Francisco so filthy and the misery of homelessness? Why do these problems persist despite all this money? Mm-hmm. And you constantly hear that, you know, me and you watching the Board of Supervisors meetings, you constantly hear people come up in public comment and, and just and just say this blanket statement of we have a multi-billion dollar budget. Why do we keep seeing all of these problems? And I think it comes from a very understandable place, but mm-hmm. I think once, once you just crack open in that nut a little bit, the the it, it becomes clear. I think I think pretty quickly. So let's just start with twelve billion dollars. Mm. It's the biggest budget the city of San Francisco has ever seen in years where the economy grows and continues to d- do well. Um, basically, the budget will continue to get bigger. So last year's was also the biggest budget mm-hmm. in San Francisco, and that was eleven point one billion. Yeah, right. exactly. So we had a pretty big delta this year. Mm-hmm. So. Let's 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 just break down what what that money is is composed of. You can almost it, city finance is really complicated, but in this case, you can look at it basically in in you know your your right hand and your left hand. Mm-hmm. On your left hand is a about six point two billion dollar budget for what San Francisco refers to as its enterprise department. So that's the airport, which is run by the city and county of San Francisco. The the, the city of Oakland doesn't run Oakland International mm-hmm. Airport. You know what I mean? That's a big difference. Mm-hmm. San Francisco also maintains hundreds, if not thousands, of miles of utility lines for electricity and water infrastructure and makes improvements to that infrastructure to make it, for example, more uh, seismically resilient, better able to withstand earthquakes so that we can continue to get water when, you know, when the big one hits. Um, that's the San Francisco Public Utilities mm-hmm. Commission, of course. We're also talking about uh, MTA, which people might wonder whether where that money is going exactly, but there's a big <laughs> chunk devoted to d- uh, the, the port of San Francisco right. is another one. So. Again, these are 
huge investments that the city and county has to make. And all together, I didn't even name all of them. Right. That constitutes about half of the budget right there. So you start with $12 billion in revenues, mm-hmm. take out half right away for the enterprise departments. Right. And yeah, and exactly. So the the point is, is that there's a $12.3 billion, $12. billion budget, half of it. The, basically, the supervisor and the mayor, their hands are tied with that money. It's not like the money is not going to be spent in the city, but they don't have any discretion to spend. Exactly it. right. I think you, I think that's that's you hit the nail on the head with the with the use of the word discretionary. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the money that the that our elected officials can actually play with and mm-hmm. manipulate and decide more precisely where it goes. You have again half the budget allocated already to these other departments. The city, the the the, the humans that deal with the budget don't really deal with that. They're mm-hmm. the the board of supervisors and the mayor, they're not even looking at that amount of money. Okay, so that's half the budget. What about the other half? The other half is basically the general fund. Uh, The general fund this year in particular is about $6.1 billion. And the city basically has to operate everything else using that source of Mm -hmm. funds. Now, you know, part of that's made up from money we get from the federal government. Part of it's made up from money we get from the state. All sorts of sources come into that and, and, and are pooled. But again, you have these big these big chunks that come out of it right away. Like, for instance, um, let's see. Let's look. Let's just take a look at our story. And <laughs> has a uh, great graphic in it. If absolutely, you haven't checked it out yet. absolutely. So, a six point one billion dollar general fund. Just over a billion dollars is mandated spending programs for federal and state stuff like Medi-Cal, for example, or the money we get from the federal government that goes to pay for people's food stamps. Mm -hmm. You don't get to play with that money. That's got to go to a very specific purpose. Okay, that's over a billion dollars. A billion and a half dollars, this is really interesting for San Francisco, goes to set-asides and budget baseline mandates that voters approved. San Francisco has 19 at least, maybe 20 Voter approved set asides where we said, and they're for very good causes, I think. It's hard to argue with some of it does go to MTA. It goes to help fund our library system. It goes to help ensure that we can maintain uh, 125,000 trees in perpetuity across San Francisco. Like these are important things that the city has to deal with. Mm -hmm. But San Francisco has gone about it in a really unique way in that we're the only city with so many of them. I think we have, if we have 19, the rest of California together has 10 set-asides. Wow. All of California. You know, the, the most populous state in the country. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's, San Francisco stands right. alone in that department and, in a big way. And part way. of this is, you know, in order to pass a ballot measure, I mean, it's easier to pass a ballot measure when there's this clear place that the money is going, right? So we saw with Prop C last year, that was a homelessness tax that had passed, um, not with the amount that it needed to avoid a lawsuit, but it still did because it was very clear where the money was going. Right. And then now you see on the upcoming November ballot, there's also more proposals for more set-asides for more issues as well. So we could see even more. But, you know, it seems San Francisco voters are very receptive to the idea of creating more of these set-asides. But at the end of the day, you know, when San Francisco residents do complain that their city officials don't or, you know, should be spending more money elsewhere, well, at the end of the day, it's the voters that are kind of tying their hands with a lot of this money. Yeah, and if if ones that are passed 10 years ago, you're not going to remember that that happened. You know what I mean? You're like, I didn't vote for any of these, you know I mean, we couldn't I, name all I 20 set-asides. I wasn't voting age when this was, you know, being considered, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think what else is important is that with, with many of these set-asides, you can't, 
it's not like we're going to, you know, f- take this much money from the general fund in good years and then in lean years, you know, you can adjust that. Like it's fixed. Exactly. You don't get to dial it yeah. in based on how the right. city and the broader economy is doing, which but, is something that, you know, people from, you know, elected officials on both sides of the, you know, progressive moderate divide in San Francisco right. actually agree that those controls should have been baked in and are thinking about you know, ways to fix that. I don't know what they are, yeah. you know, but yeah. yeah. But, but there, but the other argument is that with, with these set asides, you can guarantee funding for certain city services right. like your libraries and like your parks, regardless of the political makeup um, of the board at the time or um, of the state of the economy. Yeah. I think there's something like big D democratic about that, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, or maybe it's little D actually, there's something broadly democratic <laughs> about that where, you know, it's, it's, it's something Medium that sized D. as, yeah, I mean, I guess so as, as, uh, the city says, we want to have this going in perpetuity. This is something we think is important and we want it locked in for as long as, you know, the city needs libraries and, and trees on right, its streets. So, right. all right. So that's a little aside about set asides. All in told, that leaves us with about $3.5 billion in discretionary funds, money that the mayor can play with, money that the board of supervisors can look at and adjust. This is the money that goes to pay our, you know, firefighters' salaries and pay everybody's salary in mostly the city. Mostly salaries. Actually, it's mostly yeah. salaries and benefits, of course, that where that where that money goes. But I mean, that's that's all that's a lot is covered by the enterprise departments, but you're talking about that that's the money that gets played with is mm-hmm. is is a fraction of of where we started. So that in essence is is why why we can't fix any everything all <laughs> every year. You know what I mean? That's why we don't have you know, just gobs it. We're not doing the sort of ducktail dives into piles of gold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just not how the city operates. It's, <laughs> but I just think that's that's the impression that people get when they do see this admittedly arresting, you know, yeah. headline grabbing number. Yeah. And and I and I just think that that's that's this is us just trying to to make sense of those numbers a little bit. But three point five billion. Let's not forget, it's not twelve point three billion. But right, it's right. Still a lot, a lot of money. It's so very true. So you do true. understand where the where the frustrations come from, and and there are some places in the city where you know the mayor and the certain department heads have agreed. Like yes, for the Department of Public Health, for example, you have Mayor London Breed and the current director being like, we agree. Not our resources aren't being spent efficiently here. We could streamline more programs. We don't know like what else we need to add. So they had ended up, but then they, in order to fix that, they had to hire someone, um, Dr. Anton Bland, to you know look at the system, and they're paying him three hundred nineteen thousand dollars a year to do that. Um, and you know, and but she, at the same time, she also breed increased funding for more mental health and substance abuse beds um, in the upcoming budget. So yeah. You know, there there are definitely inefficiencies in the way that the money is being spent, and you are starting to see, um, in some cases, the city officials admitting to that and trying to figure out how to how to fix that. Well, it's like this every year, so mm-hmm. there is some predictability. So what what's going to happen now is the board is going to vote on the budget twice, mm-hmm. right? And the mayor will sign it; has to sign it; is mandated by the city charter to sign it before August first. Mm-hmm. Basically, in what you described at the top of our discussion, where we had the budget committee agree and, and voted out of the budget out of the committee. It rarely gets gets messed with after that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not aware of any time in recent history where that's happened. So we'll have the board vote on it twice. It'll go to the mayor's desk at the end of July, 
And uh, then the Board of Supervisors will take the month of August off to uh, to celebrate doing that, as they always do for their, <laughs> their summer recess. And then we'll do it all again next year when we'll probably be talking about an even bigger budget. Yep. Well, if the economy keeps if getting economy, better, it will yeah. be. So, yeah. And there are, there are there is some money in there for uh, recession planning, but that's a topic for another time. So we just hope that this was edifying in some way. This was somewhat sort of explaining the the mystery of these of these big numbers and you know trying to make sense of where where the heck your money goes every year. So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you around City Hall. Trisha, pleasure as always. A pleasure is mine. Thanks so much for City Hall reporter Trisha Thadani stopping by and uh, chatting with me today. And thanks so much for listening. San Francisco City Insider is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief, and Dominic Fercasa is this podcast's producer. If you like this show, please subscribe and give us a quick review wherever you get your podcasts. Support San Francisco City Insider and a lot of great journalism with a print or digital subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.